0: We are back and Sherman Bond, the president of Lincoln University's Alumni Association, who has called for the resignation of the university president over bullying is joining me. And also in this hour, Dr. Julianne Malvo, the former president of Bennett College is going to join this conversation. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Bond, Sherman for joining us. This is such a troubling story. I grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. I know Lincoln University very well. So when I first read about the story, I, I was just shocked. People started sending it to me because they know that I'm from the St. Louis uh, community. So tell us what happened with Miss uh, Candia Bond. People call her Bonnie. Tell us the story.
1: Well, um, I'm
0: sorry, her name is Candia oh. Bailey. Let me just correct that. So let's tell Bailey. us what happened
1: with her. Dr. Bailey, um uh what I what I received, I'm trying to see if I got something here in my chat. Everybody hear me clear? Yes, sir. We can hear okay. you. Okay. All right. Um I received a letter uh from uh an associate uh who informed me uh was sharing information. And I think I got that letter uh, uh, on the eighth of Jan January, and between the hours of eleven and one, and I began to read it, and it was uh, 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 it was a very lengthy lengthy letter, uh, but it was about uh, a relationship that had gone bad at the university and she had been terminated. Now, I knew there was some discussion about termination, uh, but on that day, uh, that was evidence that she had actually experienced termination. Because sometimes you hear termination, and you want to know if that word is really being used properly. Because she had only been at the university for mm, a little bit around eight, seven, eight months, I think, when she I was there for commencements, and in, um, in uh, May of twenty three, she was not on campus, but she had been uh, hired, uh, and she was in transition. To so, just
0: to be clear, uh, Sherman, this letter that you are talking about was a letter from Dr. Bailey. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to be clear
1: yeah. about that. The letter was, was from Dr. Bailey uh, to expressing her thoughts, and she was sharing. Uh, that information with uh, a number of uh, AKAs, uh, as well as uh, 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 to 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 Dr. Mosley, and 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 it was about the letter in itself described specifics uh, that her were to take from her apartment, and that she had left. So I hadn't really got it that at that point that it was a suicide letter. I was kind of maybe thinking that she had left and she was asking them to, you know, take her things Mm -hmm. until I got to halfway through the letter. Mm -hmm. And while I got halfway through the letter, I received a text from an associate that she had committed suicide. Wow. And I went home and completely engulfed myself in the writings that was there. And I drew... Uh, the conclusion.
0: Let, that me, let me stop you. Let me stop you, Mr. Bond. What day? We know that Dr. Bailey committed suicide on January 8th. What day did you receive this letter?
1: January 8th. I I'm, I'm. I mean, we are, we're in real time.
0: Real time. And yeah. Did you receive it by mail or how did you no, get no, it? No,
1: I received an email that was forwarded to me.
0: OK. And it was forwarded to you by one of her A.K.A. sisters?
1: uh afforded me by another associate that had put confidence in her to share it as uh with many as people as possible
0: Wow! so someone so Dr Bailey sent the letter to someone and said, share this letter widely
1: yeah yeah it's out there it's it wasn't it's just not it didn't just' come to me it uh-huh. went to uh, 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 it went, 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 went to a, a, a number of sources my understanding.
2: What are some
0: of the allegations in the letter against the, the president?
1: You have not seen the letter?
0: I've not seen the letter. My producer's are pulling it up now, uh, but I will see it.
1: I apologize, but I just thought everybody had seen the letter. The letter uh, uh, has uh, so many allegations in there. I saw the letter, though, which was alarming to me. Not as much as all the allegations about her mental health, about her anxieties, about the call for support. I think the way I received and interpret the writings was that it was also uh, a, 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 a compassionate letter to him, uh, and I'm talking about Dr. Mosley about some leadership skills that he needed to develop as an administrator uh, the, the 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 overwhelming impact is that she's a 28 year 28 year uh, scholar who's coming home to her alma mater to to lend her skills and less than, and she's a graduate she goes on earns a terminal degree works at a number of universities to uh uh achieve other accolades and she comes home and in a seven-month period, she's getting up 33 out of 100. Uh, she's being terminated. And it it, it it is overwhelming that 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 all of the scholars that came that educated her, that taught her, and the short time, this man, Dr. Mosley, just disregards all of that and 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 and, and lays at her feet a, a termination letter. And and I think that. Uh, could be uh, interpreted by anyone to be uh, extremely devastating, but I thought her compassion to uh, engage uh, thoughtfulness in terms of areas in which he could improve uh, was 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 very um, uh, eye opening, and I, I just felt that from after I, I I digested that evening and and July January the ninth, I wrote a letter to Victor Pasley. And a board of curators uh, expressing uh, deep concern, uh, and that felt that the institution was in mourning, both faculty and students and and uh, and, and 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 alumni, and that this was a a a, a, a breach of uh, trust and, and and concern, and and what and what she describes is is that it was. Um, a uh, uh, very disheartening uh, uh, eviction notice, uh, 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 and and with a certain amount of time because she she was in transition and she was living in a suite in one of the uh, dormitories, and uh, so receiving all of that, and I just said, well, wait a minute, hold on, when this, and, and I know for a fact that. The previous vice president was separated from the university uh, that was in that position and she was a very short timer. And then the first provost that he hired, Dr. Self, uh, for academic affairs was also a short time. When I say short time, shorter than, than a year. Mm-hmm. There's three African-American scholars with terminal degrees. That this man that I know in, 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 in the uh, uh, two and a half years ago, because I'm two, I'm two and a half years into my presidency as the alumni, graduated from a zoo where he earned a terminal degree. And in that, in that in that in that summer, he was offered uh, the interim position of uh, president. He was formerly the athletic director and basketball coach. And then he was thrusted nine months later into the presidency. And we wrote, uh, the alumni wrote a very uh, 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 compassionate letter about him being a novice, about his skills. Wait a
0: minute. Let me stop you for a second. So, Mr. Brown, you said John Mosley graduated from Mizzou. When did he graduate?
1: Well, whatever the year is, two and a half years ago.
0: Uh, what? So this this is a man that's 30 years old or less than 30? No, years
1: old. I don't know. How, I don't, he's, I don't he's know his forty-seven.
0: Age. He's 47 years old. Um, okay, he's 47. Yeah. Dr. Malvo, jump in here. So what do you know about John Mosley?
2: Uh, I don't know why a white man was a president of an HBCU. Let me start with that. Secondly, his background seems to have been an athletic coach. Do you hear the disdain in my voice when I say athletic coach? Now you and I know each other well. You know I'm not into athletics, so that's a. But b, what then qualifies you to be an academic leader? I don't know what the selection committee committee was doing to bring that man up in there. But as the brother has just laid out with all the short-termers that he's hired, he obviously had very poor executive skills. Obviously, very poor uh, leadership skills, and it shows up. Beyond that, Ariva, this case. Breaks my heart. Um, You know, I've spent my time in HBCU land um, at the highest leadership position as a president. Um, I can't imagine a president harassing a subordinate. If you can't get along, there's so many things you can do to creatively move them around, to have them report to the provost, to do something else. They obviously didn't get along. But this was also exacerbated. Sister had just moved. She hadn't been there a year. She probably felt a little bit isolated. And that perhaps added to her anxiety and depression. In addition, I think that when you think about the position she was in, she was being penalized. I was looking at um, some of her termination. They terminated her because she had a student. One thing, she had a student illegally working in a work-study position. Secondly, she had a student who had a discounted housing rate in a dormitory. Uh, that's among the, now, when I look at that, what I say is this is a sister who cared about students. If a student was in a work-study position that wasn't supposed to be there, that student needed money, and she was trying to figure out how to get that young person some money. If a student was in, I, I, you know, when I was at Bennett, I did all, well, I was did all kind of illegal stuff. I don't think the statute of limitations is over yet, but um, <laughs> I remember a point in time where I had two homeless girls and I just moved them into the dorm. I happened to be at a mall. I saw two of my students sleeping in the car. I said, why are y'all sleeping in the car? We don't have any money. I knew there were vacancies, let's come on back. Now somebody did halfway bust my chops, but when you're the HGIC, her head girl in charge, you have that kind of leeway. So it seems to me as I read this case, that sister had real compassion for students. My brother, have, I have to- I think you're right. I,
0: if, if we have got
2: can, to, If I could just say something to the chair of the board of curators. I, I have to say this to you while we're here together. I'm profoundly disappointed that you didn't have her back. Uh, I really no, am. He's not the
0: board. He's not the chair of the board of curators. He is the president of the alumni association who himself was troubled by the fact that this president had fired three African-American hires. Mr.
2: Uh, Sherman Bond, is, is hes not okay, the back of Dr. Bailey. Forgive me, I, I'm just really profoundly disappointed by the whole thing, and disappointed by the fact that a white man was would be put in a leadership position at an HBCU without the kind of cultural immersion that he clearly needed. Because you just can't go around firing people like that. I mean, this—I literally, when I read this, I got you, you and I, all the system, all of us who kind of halfway out. In a public eye, people re- reach out to us. And say, "Did you know about this? Did you hear about this?" Um, and I cried. I cried because I could. Student affairs is one of the hardest jobs to have on a campus. It really is, especially on an HBCU campus where you have students who have so many needs, and you, mm-hmm. it pulls at your heartstrings. You want, i mean, my accountant told me after six months of it, he said, "Leave your checkbook at home," <laughs> because anytime a student has a need, we couldn't do it. Institutionally, I said, okay, let me just give you a few pennies to kind of tie to over. He's leave your checkbook at home. Um, but yeah, the, no, no, our students have such so enormous needs, and 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 she was trying to meet them, and this collided with her own personal stuff. And this president is inhumane, inhumane. Yeah. He should not be allowed to put his foot back on that campus. Hold
0: that thought, Dr. Malvo, because we have gotten a copy of the letter and there are some horrifying statements in this letter from Dr. Bailey. Uh, when we come forward, want to talk about the allegations in the letter against the president and answer the question, uh, Mr. Bond, why was this white man the president of this HBCU? The question that Dr. Malvo has raised. Stay with us. KBLA Talk 1580.
1: You're listening to Ariva Martin in real time on KBLA Talk 1580 80.
0: We are back and we are talking about the really disturbing story involving the suicide of Dr. Candia Bailey. She was the VP of Student Affairs at Lincoln University, which is an HBCU in Uh, Missouri. uh, Sherman Bond, the president of the Lincoln University Alumni Association who has called for the resignation of the university president uh, over the bullying allegations of Dr. Bailey is joining us as well as Dr. Julianne Malvo, who is a former president of an HBCU Bennett College. We were able to obtain a copy of the January 8th letter that Dr. Bailey wrote, circulated, asked her friends to share widely. Uh, many, like doc, or Mr. Bond, didn't know that this January 8th letter was, in fact, a suicide note. And we can't read the entire letter, but some of the passages from the letter uh, she said, as she being Dr. Bailey, said she experienced months of harassment, bullying, and differential treatment from her white colleagues while working under Mosley and his administrative leadership. She said I couldn't even finish a meeting because you didn't hear me. She's talking to Mosley. I left in tears. You intentionally harassed and bullied me and got satisfaction from sitting back to determine how you would ensure I failed as an employee and proud alumna. She said that she has never was never made aware of concerns about her performance until a November 2023 performance review and was never given an action plan to address the concerns afterward. Those are some of the allegations made against Dr. Mosley in this, what we now know to be the suicide note of 49 year old Dr. Bailey who took her life on that same day that she circulated that letter. Uh, Mr. Bond, thank you for speaking out. Thank you for calling for the resignation of this president. Uh, and Dr. Malvo uh, herself, an African American woman who has been the president of an HBCU, a noted author and economist, has asked the question: How did John Mosley become the president of this HBCU, particularly given his lack of academic background?
1: I um, I guess one observation I might want to share with you: uh, You can go ahead and call me Dr. I am. I have. I have a terminal degree, although it's not in front of my name. Uh, I've, 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 I've made. The, I've. I've gone through that process, and uh, Doctor Bravo, don't worry about me. I'm. I'm real thick-skinned. Uh, I, I. 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 think. I
2: did want to apologize to you because I misspoke. So I do apologize. Well, but
1: I think. I think the echo of what you said is 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 pretty much what I'm asking too. But I was asking the same question. I, as the president, I felt that when he was hired, that 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 was just uh, unbelievable. Uh, and in the context of what you're saying, in terms of the the cultural differences, in terms of what people said, but, doc, but Mr. Uh, Paisley's position was that this was a strategy. See, one of the things we hadn't done and had experienced in Missouri. Is we had experienced the fact that we had not uh, received our, our land grant funding uh, as University of Missouri would always receive theirs, and there were about three or four presidents that came before Mosley, and this is the this is the irony of it. Uh, you had Doctor uh, 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 Rome, Doctor uh, uh, Mahoney, uh, and one other professor, well, Doctor. Dr. Um, I'm forgetting their names. They, they they're not coming to me right now. Um uh, the, the 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 last professor, uh last uh president, the four the four presidents, they did not receive uh, all of the land grant funding. This person came in and they gave him the funding.
0: Were those other presidents black? Yeah. So previously, Lincoln University <laughs> had black presidents, wasn't able to get his land grant funding. So the board of trustees essentially said, let's hire this white guy as a strategy to help us get our land grant funding. And you're saying on that point it worked because when Mosley came in, Lincoln University got his land grant funding.
1: Well, you can draw you can draw that conclusion from the word strategy. and That's what I did. And I wrote a letter. At that time, entitled the price was too high, because what I did is I articulated the 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 position of what the HBC platform was about, and I differentiated between that and the uh, state-based institutions and those are Ivy League institutions, and articulated how uh the uh the the, the space that as most people don't uh, don't realize that that's the african american space that space is sacred that space where i believe and i articulated in my sense that i was able to identify find myself grow and become who i am i went from being a negro to a black man to an african american and i come out of that era going through that coming from uh through the seventies and eighties, and 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 he emerged, and that is where that's that's our space. I didn't choose to go. I graduated from Lincoln in eighty and eighty one. I also got my doctorate at Clark Atlanta University, so I am an HBCU uh, graduate. My wife went to Spelman. My son graduated from Lincoln University. My daughter in law graduated from Lincoln University, and I'm uh, the, the the challenge with me and they have with me is that, and I give back, I've sent hundreds of students to Lincoln University. Uh, I am a uh, uh, a financial contributor to Lincoln University. I've supported the band. i supported the uh, 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 football team. I've supported um, many in, endeavors throughout the years for so the last 27 years. Uh, Dr. Henson was the first president who really came back and then it was Dr. Mahoney. And then it was Dr. Ron, and well, then it let me
0: ask you this. this, Dr. Bond. I don't want to run out of time. How much is that land grant worth? Let's let's get that on the record, and then tell us what the status of John Mosley is, because I've read some reports that he has been placed on administrative leave.
1: Well, uh, the 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 actual amount of land grant, I could not tell you specifically what it is, but I think we received somewhere around sixteen million dollars. Uh, in that year uh that period when he first came in uh and uh but he but but the the the, the thing is about the Hbcu it did not it's not filtering out to African Americans it's like Mizzou is taking care of the um uh uh you are such a population or let me just put it in for example Mizzou is taking care of the white people Lincoln was supposed to take care of the black people. It's supposed to be developing the farmers. It's supposed to be developing the agriculture and building capacities for African Americans to be self sufficient and self sustaining. The funds now at Lincoln, it seems as if go directly to white people. So you got two platforms of, <laughs> of, 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 of land grants, but the beneficiary appears to be uh, uh, European Americans, white people. So, um, so understanding that, where is that?
0: Hold on a second, Dr. Malibu. I want to know what's the status of John Mosley?
1: The, the, the status of John Mosley is that there's so, supposedly be uh, conducting an independent investigation into all matters relating. I, I, I'm not necessarily into the personnel argument. I'm into the institutional argument. I'm into into the image of the institution. I'm into the the damage that's being done by the by 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 this particular uh, 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 visibility, I'm, I'm I'm interested in how we can still remain and still sustain our uh, institution and regain uh, some sense of, uh, of, of, of 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 connection um, to the institution. So. Uh, but he's on leave and and where that goes i asked in my letter when i wrote for a resolution i also asked for him to uh to be a change in the office of the presidency so i, I just think that that that's the only way the institution can heal it's the only way it can it, it can it can go forward it can't go forward the students don't want it the alumni don't want it uh and it's it's really um it's really just say it's time to move on
0: When we come forward, Dr. Malibu, I want to ask you as the president of a HBCU former president, this whole issue of funding and and why a black institution like Lincoln University would feel the need to have to hire someone like this that doesn't meet seemingly the criteria to be a university president anywhere. Uh, simply to try to get funding that otherwise should be available to them without having to compromise any of its hiring principles. Stay with us. KBLA Talk 1580. We are back and we are talking with the president of the Lincoln University Alumni Association and Dr. Julianne Malvo, who is the former president of Bennett College, Talking about this horrific story of 49-year-old Dr. Candida Bond, who was the vice president of student affairs at Lincoln University, one of the HBCUs, one of the the only HBCU in the state of Missouri. Uh, She uh, lost her life by suicide on January 8th. She left a suicide note outlining in great detail the harassment and bullying that she received at the hands of the uh, President John Mosley, who has now been placed on administrative leave. Thank you, Dr. Bond, for uh, stepping up and calling for the investigation and leading the actions that you know led to Mosley being placed on leave. We know that there's a memorial for Dr. Uh, Bailey that is going to happen on Saturday. So I just want the three of us and all my listeners and viewers just take a moment to quiet ourselves in a moment of silence to recognize the life that was lost of this beautiful scholar Again, thank you uh Dr. Bond, Dr. Malvo. I want you to weigh in here. You've been a president at an HBCU. We know that they suffer from, you know, financial issues. Don't get the kind of finances that they uh that their counterparts get. We see this big gift today, 100 million dollars to Spelman. It was the largest single gift not only to Spelman, but to any HBCU uh college or university. That's kind of shocking. That's shocking when you think about Harvard with a $50 billion endowment, uh, even a school like St. Louis University, $1.5 billion endowment. Why are HBCUs still struggling to uh, be adequately financed?
2: Well, Ariba, we have to put this um, in the context of anti-Blackness is really where it is located. People don't give to HBCUs. People still, uh, even some of us don't give to HBCUs which is also a tragedy. And when we look at some of our HBCU's alumni giving rates at at your Harvard, 90%. At Howard University, below 20%. And that's the mother load of HBCU land. Uh, Dr. Cole, Dr. Jedetta Cole, was able to get the Bennett alumni giving rate up to about 30%. I pushed up a little more to about 35%. Spelman has a reasonable, but it's not above 50%. So part of it is internal, what are we doing? Part of it is the external. We don't attract those huge grants like that. And so many HBCU presidents, myself included, we want to have a diverse board because we, white folks have more wealth than we do. The woman who gave that great um, gift, and we're very grateful for that gift, um, she, that, it probably took them years to cultivate her to the point that she was able to give that gift, because that's part of what uh, donor cultivation is about, the pres- part of the president's job. I guess some misguided soul at Lincoln thought if they got a white boy to be the president, he would be better at donor cultivation. But the the when the brother talks about the land grant money, we're talking about anti-blackness. Often this money goes to the state legislature. So if you look at, for example, Maryland, the state of Maryland sued um, the state, le- no, the HBCUs in Maryland sued the legislature to get a more equal distribution. And they were able to get some, not what they thought they should have, from their calculations, but better than what they did have. We've seen in Mississippi the same thing uh, of lawsuits saying that the state universities in Mississippi, Alcorn and some of the others, were systematically underfunded. And so the funding issue really gets back to anti-Black. I'm, I can't tell you how many times in my life um, people have said to me, well, why do we still need HBCUs? And there is an answer to that. In fact, first of all, we admit our kids who need a bridge you know, they don't have to have a 4.0 GPA. We get them to the point where they have a 4.0 GPA. So we in our kids who sometimes need a break. Uh, also, we're culturally resonant. And I think that's really important. This fellow, this Mosley, does not seem to have been even slightly culturally resonant. And isn't it? when I read into Dr. Bonnie's situation, I, it really totally breaks my heart. Malcolm X once said, the Black woman is the most neglected and disrespected on the planet and this is what you see here she hadn't been there long enough to prove herself long enough to be put on any kind you give somebody a year you know she hadn't been there she'd been there months not a year and they already uh, put her on i think they put her on paid leave or, or suspended the details are very murky but obviously it hit her at her core and when you look at her record her track record she'd been doing a good job at other universities so what happened And that's a real question. So what happened? Did she just come and spaz out? I don't think so. I think that she was under enormous pressure. And as I said, the student affairs job is one of the hardest jobs on campus because if you really have students who are needy, you try to help them. You know, you have students who um, don't have enough money, who they didn't get enough financial aid, who their parents aren't able to help, who have too many loans. You could go down the list and student affairs are the ones who stand in the gap. All of her colleagues talk about how amazing she was. So, my, again, my question is, what's wrong with that president? But from my perspective, it's just my opinion. I'm not there. Never been there. Oh, yeah, I spoke there once a, year, a bazillion years ago in the 90s. But um, he was inept over his head, and he did not know how to manage people. Evidence of that, three black women being terminated in a very short period of time. People not even given a year. You give someone a year in a new job. If, it, if if at the end of the year they don't work during the summertime not in the middle of the during academic year during the summertime you have a chat Do you like it here are you happy do you want to go and then you make that possible and the ways to make it possible with dignity you don't evict evict somebody from their campus apartment I mean that's well, you
1: know, I, I want to jump in here because I think one of the things that you that that you that you speak of which was which to me speaks volume in terms of his lack of ability, his lack of ability to nurture, his lack of ability to, 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 to build capacity. One of the things about leadership, leadership requires you to take the people under you and lift them up to, mm-hmm. to drive them. If you're a vice president, both the provost, academics, or a vice president of student affairs, the president's role is to elevate you. Elevating you, and then and and then one of the things that's, that's implied in this, there was a question of concern that he's had for two of the two of the vice presidents that that they wanted his job. Here's the catch: <laughs> they should want his job. You're here as vice president. You're supposed to want to be the president, either at that university or another. That's your next step up. That's the next level in which you are, that you ascend to. You move out from a student affairs, from provost, into the leadership role at another institution or the institution that you're in. And my job as the president is to ensure that I help you develop the skills across the entire spectrum in order for you to exceed, succeed. That becomes mentoring. How can well, you, you know, but let me just stop you Dr. don't but- even want to be a part?
0: All that's true, but we can't gloss over what Dr. Malvo said, which is the anti-Blackness. And some of the things that we know Dr. Uh, Bailey complained about was not only harassment, but differential treatment from her white colleagues while working under Mosley. So you're making the assumption that Mosley had the capacity to see her As someone that was deserving of that kind of mentorship and that kind of cultivation and nurturing. But if Mosley has racial animus towards Mm -hmm. her and the other three women that were dismissed, he would have never deemed them worthy, which we know that is the the basic premise of white supremacy and of Uh, anti-Blackness is that Black people aren't smart enough, we're not good enough, and we're not worthy of that kind of leadership cultivation that you've described. And that's what's so troubling to me about this story is was he even in a, a place? Did he have the capacity to do that as it relates to a black woman? Or did he other
2: her from the beginning? To, to, think, Jane, well, it, it seems, to, to, me, it seems to, needs, to me that this yes. man was so over his head. He had no business in that leadership position. Again, my brother, I'm not going to pick on you again, but I would ask this. What role do the alums have? Because I know at have been my alums were extraordinarily strong. Um, and one time I tried to find somebody, the alums rolled up and they said, oh, no, she's an alum. You can't do that. How much power did the alums have in all of this?
1: Well, I think one of the things that you're seeing with the alums now is for us that we're coalescing around this particular uh, engagement. I think what the, the board of curators and, and the institution had done was taking us for granted. And kinda of like slide, you know, force this in and said this is what we're going to live with. And 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 in all fairness, we trying to be <clears throat> trying to be politically correct, uh, accepting something that we don't agree with, uh, many of us don't agree with. And that was the decision. We tried to push back as much as we could with uh uh dignity. And now it's just complete outrage. He gotta go. Yeah.
0: Now we have a a woman, a 49-year-old woman, and I can't say it enough, 49-year-old scholar, Dr. Antoinette Bonnie Candia Bailey is dead, and she blames this on John Mosley, the president, former president, or current president on leave of Lincoln University. I'm sorry, we are out of time. Such a Oh, such a horrifying story. But thank you, Dr. Bond, for giving us so many of those details that have not been reported out in the media. And thank you, Dr. Malvo, for your perspective on this.